wrong thing to do to put Aoki Gahara into YouTube um, and expect to see my own stuff. Um, say that again? Yeah, you're probably going to have to cut this out, man. I'm sorry. Um, I, w I, wish, I wish I were more prepared. Um, And so I've got these, Im I'm, I'm looking at these images, thinking about obviously the fraught um, history of Japan. Um, and then reading this interview, how it ties into this social isolation and, and, and complete retreat from the world. And again, how it fits with the story that these are living ghosts who, you know, wouldn't know if the world went away tomorrow. Um, well, and because that's, it's, not their, it's not their world anymore. Yeah. Well, and like, I mean, that, that, that makes me think even to the first track for Hikikomori in the video I did where it was from above and like the whole mm -hmm. world looked like a video game. Yeah, no, it was very computer. It's very computery. Yeah, so that was, I mean, the first track on Hikikomori is the computer looking out at the person before the person kind of becomes this electronic ghost they are first separate so it is it, it fits exactly your visuals have been have nailed it throughout I was actually I remember I was I was amazed with the first record how quickly the videos came to me because I mean I did them in a weekend. It was right. it was literally like we you sent it to me. I think I made the first the first video, and then you're like, could we do ones for all of them? And then I just happened to have the time and the thoughtfulness of understanding, at least in some regard, what the album was doing, so that I was able to make them. But then with the second record, it took a lot longer where I got mm -hmm. the first two pieces done and they weren't in any order. Like, I, I think I did the third and then the second. And then it took quite a while to figure out what those other three were. Yeah. Well, that's pretty, I mean, you know, I don't know anything about making music videos, but, you know, the idea of making a music video for every, every track on a record is... I mean, it's, yeah, no, I don't. You, know, you don't typically. I mean, do I, it. I think Mo, I think Moby did it a few years ago. I, mean, I think it was his record "Play," which came out, I think, at the end of the '90s or beginning of the 2000s. I think he did a video, or, or maybe his stated intention was to do a video for every track. Um, whether or not he succeeded or not, I'm not sure. But well, um, and and like for me, the way I kind of always looked at it was sort of like making short films that also became a large film and yeah. then and then no, as that, you I mean that, 
as you build the records out, then you've got even these longer films. So that eventually you have this very long piece that the pieces themselves speak to something, the pieces within the album speak to something, and then the pieces within this whole speak to this whole other thing. I think it gives the listener a lot of opportunity. You know, they, they can take in, you know, the films and take in the films as a whole, but take in the film, you know, you know, the entire suite of films for uh, one record um, or all three. Um, or, or just look at a film for a song and maybe listen to just the audio of, of the others. I mean, there's so many ways you can kind of mix and match and, and, and choose and, and find things to, to grab onto that are, that are uh, exciting, inspiring, uh, entertaining, maybe. Again, you know, this whole project was born out of kind of running away from cliches around the larger th- thematic elements that were there, kind of defining the project. And so I kind of set out to make music that wasn't necessarily dark, even though the subject matter might be considered a little dark. I wanted to make music, again, that that wasn't so beholden to that. And I've done this before. I've done this in my soundtrack work and stuff like that. I think it leads you down a pretty well-worn path when you're thinking, oh, my music has to be this mood, and it has to be about this subject matter, and so it has to reflect that subject matter somehow musically. You're going to end up with kind of the cliche haunted house violin stuff if you do that. And, and so I was I was running away from it. So, you know, the first, you know, the first sound you hear in Aoki Kahara is this big, fat bass line. You know, this big kind of fat hip-hop bass line. And so I wanted to immediately signal to the listener, you know, you know if they spent the time to Wikipedia the title of the record, or if they know it, you know, they're like, okay, this is going to be about people killing themselves in the woods. Um, and then you hear that big fat bass line. It's like, but I can bounce to it. Okay. You know, where, let's go. Let's strap in. This is going to be different. And, you know, that's what I wanted to do. I, I, I did not, for the most part, I did not, um, I didn't concern myself with being so beholden to those elements and in some cases very consciously chose not to incorporate them um, there are some tracks on Funieri which are um, some tracks that, that uh, I was able to license through Creative Commons that are um, EVP I don't know if you know the it's electronic voice phenomena yeah yeah yeah, so, you know, for, maybe for listeners who don't know um, what it is, electronic voice phenomena are um, people who are, you know, I don't know what they call them now, ghost hunters, parapsychologists, I don't know if they use that word anymore, um, uh, people who study 
spiritual phenomena of some kind or psychic phenomena of some kind will take basically a digital recorder and place it in an empty room and leave and record hours and hours of sound of just ambient noise in the um, in the room and will sometimes pick up these phenomena that it's that sound like voices talking um, and I one of the tracks and I'm not going to tell you which song it's on um, no spoilers um, uh, <laughs> one of the one of the tracks on Funieri where you know kind of in my in the storyline that's in my mind um, is where this drowning occurs um, there is a electronic voice phenomenon that I believe was actually an EVP um, that was aired on the Art Bell radio program back in the 80s of what was purported to be a woman drowning. And that is buried very deeply. Um, that The sample of that EVP um, is buried very, very deeply in... Uh, in the tracks on Funny Air. Um, uh, and then there's a few other EVP samples that I think are a little bit more prominent um, in there. But I'm fascinated by the um, uh, by the concept. Um, I am despite all of the work and research that I've done over these last few years, um, I'm not really a believer in the supernatural. Um, uh, I, I'm a social scientist by training and education, so uh, I kind of don't go down that route um, very often. Um, but certainly in, in, in creating this kind of stuff, I have more of a respect for it uh, than I than I, I thought previous. Um, and, and there are certainly um, in each and every one of these records um, the, in the research that I've done for them uh, there's been a significant amount of uh, times when I've heard stories or read interviews or read books um, about things that, that go beyond traditional explanation. 